Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sacred Home. As a player, you're striving for consistency and also sort of striving for perfection. Once I accepted that I'm not going to look like that girl, not because like I can't achieve it or I can't work hard to do that. You deserve like nothing less than people that will love you, support you, respect you. Like you deserve nothing less of that. So lifestyles are different. Like everybody like holds different weight differently. Like I've been told that it's not okay to feel them. I really don't think it matters if I fail. All right, everybody, welcome back to Sacred Home. My name is Courtney Calarulo, and this is the ninth episode. So it's been a minute, guys. You know, it has definitely been a minute, and I apologize for that. Um, I took a little bit of a break on of the pod just purely because a lot was going on. School was starting. Um, my season was getting into full swing, so... I apologize, I didn't communicate that, but we are back, better than ever, with episode, I think it's episode 9, and I had you guys vote and potentially decide what this episode was going to be, and you guys, you you spoke, I listened, so today we're going to be talking about 20 things I have learned since turning 20. Well, not since turning 20, but like, you get what I mean. Up until I'm 20 years old. 20 things I've learned. So let's get right into it. So I just want to preface this. So everybody like talks about turning 20 not being like a pretty big deal. But honestly, a lot of my friends and I are turning 20 this year. And I was, I honestly kind of hated it. Like I felt old. Like I'm two decades old. That's like kind of nuts to me. But like also I just kind of felt this almost like sadness because... I'm not in my teenage years anymore and I don't know there's just something about that time in your life that's just like so freeing and like just like I don't know like you're just a teenager and the fact that I'm not anymore kind of that's it like I'm I'm done that that was my teenage years are over like bye-bye like I don't know it kind of freaks me out but I'm honestly over it I turned 20 um in the beginning of December so I'm honestly whatever I'm over it All right, though, let's get right into it. So the first thing that I have learned up until turning 20 is if it's meant for you, it won't miss you. So I'm a true believer that you are where you are for a reason and you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Um, I have the angel numbers 222 tattooed on my wrist and essentially that's kind of the meaning of them is that like where you are right now is where you're meant to be and like just like it's a reminder to stay present and enjoy the now and I honestly, I really think it's it's very true and it's something that I try to strive and apply to my life because sometimes I do definitely struggle with being present. So yeah, if it's meant for you, it will not miss you and you are where you are for a reason. So just stay present and keep going. So, oh, that was my number two. Okay. All right. So one and two kind of got pushed together. That's fine. So the third one is just being, it's talking about forgiveness. So like forgiving yourself and forgiving others. Now I've talked about forgiveness on this podcast a couple of times and it's definitely a really hard thing, especially when it comes to yourself. And when I talk about forgiving myself, I try to remind myself that like if I'm upset about something in the past, I try to just like 
settle down and remind myself that I did the best I could with like what I knew at that time because like there's oftentimes I get very mad at myself for the way I reacted or the way I, I responded to things or just kind of the way I was before I realized certain things about myself because I just didn't know and I just try to remind myself you know you did the best with what you knew at that time and you did the best you could and now you know so now you can move forward and just be a better version of yourself. And then forgiving others is actually pretty hard for me. So I tend to hold grudges. And the reason that I put this here is purely because, you know, I've started to realize, I guess, how fragile life is and how quickly things can just get taken from you like any second. And at the end of the day, like everybody else is going through their own personal development journey, whether they realize it or not. And again, like they're doing the best that they can with what they know. And, you know, some people don't have that self-awareness yet. Some people don't even like, like I said, don't even know they're doing it or like they were raised that way or like blah, 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 like whatever. So just kind of giving the benefit of the doubt with people. Obviously, if there are people that are intentionally doing things, they do not deserve your forgiveness, I don't think. Um, each to their own, though. But again, life is short never know what's going to happen. So forgiving others. And it's not even for them, but it's more for yourself. Like when I speak on that, like I often like when I have grudges, it takes just so much energy to like uphold that. And I'm not forgiving somebody for them. I'm forgiving them for myself to have my like internal peace, like like there, like, you know what I mean? So that's like a biggest point. And that kind of rolls into the next one. And I've talked about this so much is that your energy is your greatest currency. Um, this is huge. I never really realized it because I just was somebody that would just give, 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 and was just always there, always trying to fix things, always trying to make things better, like whatever, like putting other people before myself. And I think once you start to realize that what you, who you allow you to be in your life, who you surround yourself with, who you give access to, like who you let have access to you, sorry. Um, that is the biggest currency in life. And once you start to kind of close your circle a little bit so you don't get drained as much, I think that is just like a huge step up. And so, yeah, boundaries, people. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Um, number five, don't live for others live for yourself. And the one thing I can think of when it comes to like sports, athletes, commitments, whatever. And I don't know why I'm thinking of this example, but, um, when you're choosing your next step in life, make sure you're doing it for yourself. And I'm not saying this has anything to do with me, but I'm just saying, make sure you're playing at a certain level for yourself. Make sure you're going to a certain school for yourself. Like don't, don't live for other people be friends with this person because you want to be or not because like you feel like you have to be like live for yourself or else it's not your life you know what I mean and so that's huge and then the sixth one is just be yourself I feel like that's pretty simple standard 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 be yourself um lately there's been a lot of times where I feel like I've been holding back who I am because I've just been not like uncomfortable but I don't know I just feel like I haven't really been able to be my true self sometimes and I feel like I'll get judged or like maybe people won't like me, blah, blah, blah. But in the grand scheme of things, like that stuff honestly doesn't matter. Like if they're 
really good friends to you. Like, they'll accept you for who you are. And if they don't, then they're not your real friends. Um, so, yeah, just, like, be yourself, girl. Um, this one is actually really interesting. So, I actually read this. Or, no, I didn't read I read it, like, a while ago, though. And when I was making up this list, I definitely wanted to put that on, put it on here. But it's not your fault, but now it's your responsibility. Um, so I'm kind of saying this more so towards trauma and like any trauma that you've experienced. I feel like a lot of times when you experience trauma, like you think that it makes you feel like there's something wrong with you or like maybe a relationship ended and you feel like it's you, like you did something or like they like they must just not like you and nobody else will like whatever and same thing like with trauma like you feel like it's your fault but it's not like it's not your fault but it's now up to you to figure out how you're going to work through it and how you're going to heal from it and I think that's honestly it's huge and especially when I've come to terms of um, how my experiences have shaped me like I've just been it's been very peaceful to know like it's not my fault. It's not their fault, but it is up to me how I want to move forward because I have the ability and control to do that. And so I think that is absolutely huge. You are your source of happiness, not others. And this is interesting because so I've I've figured out that I have I've more of like an anxious avoidant attachment, but we can get into that later. But I often relied on a lot of external sources to um, make me happy and make me feel fulfilled or make me feel worthy. And once you become aware of it, you're just like your whole world is just like blown up into pieces. But once you start to realize that external sources don't truly fulfill like what you're trying to fill, like your happiness, whatever... It doesn't truly do that. It may temporarily, but, like, permanently and long-termly, like, it doesn't do that. So, like, you have to find, like, your happiness and your joy within yourself. Like, you need to find what makes you feel good, what what things make you feel fulfilled, like, how you want to spend your time, like, how, like, etc. Like, you have to make yourself happy, and I think that is, like, it's, it's huge. This is kind of going off of the energy one but if it doesn't make you feel good leave it and I think that can be applied in any aspect of life if your sport doesn't make you feel good if a certain environment doesn't make you feel good if a relationship doesn't make you feel good if a friendship doesn't make you feel good I think it's just so simple just like leave it and obviously there are ups and downs within certain things so I'm talking about more long-termly like how things are making you feel but um have the strength within yourself and like the respect within yourself to know that like you deserve to be in environments that feel good um that make you feel good you deserve to be with people that make you feel good like your sport or your passion should make you feel good and if it's not doing that then maybe it's changed like I know there are definitely some things where I used to like it and now it doesn't really do it doesn't really make me feel as good as it used to. And so, I mean, just like checking in with yourself, just make sure whatever you're doing, it makes you feel good and it uplifts you to your your next level. Oh my God. What is that? Okay. Hmm. Number 10. 
you don't know, you don't owe anybody an explanation. And so I like learned this obviously from like, you don't owe anybody an explanation, but I also learned it that other people don't owe you an explanation. (laughs) I'm being a little vulnerable here, but, um, people don't owe you an explanation and the same thing goes the other way. If you don't want to do something, they can say no. And, or if you don't want to do something, you can say no. And, you know, obviously if you're close and you want to explain yourself, you can, or like, just be like, oh, like, I'm not feeling great, don't want to do this, whatever, but, like, at the same time, like, you don't owe anybody an explanation, and I think it's pretty, um, I think that's hard to kind of understand, because a lot of the times, especially for anxious or avoidant, anxious and avoidant attachment styles, you tend to want to over-explain yourself, or over, yeah, like, over-explain yourself because, like, you feel like you're doing something wrong, maybe, but, like, you're actually just, like, putting yourself first in that manner, so you don't owe anybody an explanation, and also understand that other people don't owe you one either, and that's, and just, like, finding the respect to respect that. You come first. I feel like this one should have been number one. This is basically what this podcast is about. Um, the relationship with yourself is huge and especially if you haven't been acknowledging it and looking externally for things to help fill that, um, you start to realize that it doesn't actually fulfill you. And so once you start to recognize that your relationship with yourself is like one of the most important things in life, if not the, it just shifts your whole outlook on things. You start to do things more for yourself and you start to analyze whether things are truly making you happy and like whether um you're starting to question like oh like do I really have to do this like I don't if I don't really want to like do I need to like stuff like that so you yourself come first and making sure that your relationship with yourself is also a top priority so number 12 this can be taken in two different ways so show up at your best and what I think is your best may be different on different days. Um, so if you're a perfectionist like myself, I, when I read show up at your best, I mean going like 100% like to everything, like being your best self, like having the best attitude in the world, like whatever. And like, yeah, that's great. But like, is that sustainable? Like, I don't, I don't really know. So like there might be one day where, um, you know, you kind of feel like crap and maybe you have to go to practice, or maybe you have to go to school, or, like, you have something that you need to do, you're not feeling, like, the best, but having, like, that effort to do your best and show up at your best is, I think, what is, like, most important, and I think also in the terms of being on a team athletically, we talk about this a lot on my team, but showing up at your best, like, for your teammates is, I honestly think, like, a huge thing, because, you know, we're all there to grow, get better, grow into better versions of ourselves, and we're there to help our teammates do that as well. And like, you know, you don't have to be feeling great every day to show up at your best, but the effort to do that is just like prioritizing not only like your personal development, but also like the development of the team and like other people as well. So I think that's huge. Um, appreciate what your body does for you. Um, this is big when it comes to body image and just like feeling good in your skin and I know I've definitely gone through this and I still sometimes do where I like lose sight and I might be like 
there were like certain phases where I'm just like, wow, like I really don't like the way I look or I don't like the way my body looks and stuff like that. And just like kind of reminding yourself that like your body does so much for you. It goes through so much crap and it's still there for you at the end of the day. Like um, appreciating what it does for you. Like I know one of my things that I'm grateful for a lot is like the ability to do movement. So like just like exercising and like movement for my body that's like healthy for me. Um, so like playing my sport, just like working out, like the ability to do that is just like so amazing. And I'm just so appreciative that I have a body that is able to do that for me. Um, so when you simplify things like that, it just puts a more grateful outlook on your body and like what it does. So I think that's just, that's just huge. Kind of going off of that, these are funny because as I read them, I think I think of other things that kind of go off of them, but, um, speaking to yourself with kindness, um, I really think that the words, there's that phrase, it's like the words you speak or like the house you live in or I think that's it or like something like that. I don't know. But I honestly think that's so true. And like I've started to believe that what you think kind of sort of becomes your reality. Like if you have a negative outlook on things, generally things might not be going great just because you're looking at them negatively and you're putting out that negative energy into the world and you're thinking that. Um... So when you speak to yourself in kindness, in kindness, I think it honestly just creates a snowball effect and infiltrates into your life into a way that, I don't know, it just makes things better. And at the same time, like going back to that forgiveness piece where you're doing the best that you can. And if you're not, then that's definitely something that you can have a talk with yourself about. But if you know that you're really trying to show up to be your best and, like, maybe you're being, like, really hard on yourself, like, you need to, like, go back, like, forgive yourself and just be, like, listen, like, I'm doing the best that I can and, like, I don't deserve to be, like, speaking to myself that way. And especially, like, I'll kind of ask myself, I'm, like, okay, like, if this is happening... And I, I had a friend that was coming up to me having this conversation with me. Like, what would I say? Like, I wouldn't be saying all these mean things to them because they didn't deserve that. And so neither do I when I speak to myself. So just kind of having that reminder, like, speak to yourself with kindness, with grace, with positivity, because you deserve that. Oof, this one's kind of tough. So some things that I struggle with when I just, I don't know, just when I go through things and um, is... Well, I wouldn't say I don't, I I don't know. Um, It's don't turn cold, be vulnerable with the right people. And so I definitely do close off myself a lot of the time, just like on the fear of um, just like getting hurt or like, I just don't really want to be close with a lot of people, like stuff like that. And it's definitely something I struggle with and I'm trying to work on, but I I wouldn't say I'm a cold person. That's not what I'm saying at all. But when it comes to being vulnerable with people, it's definitely kind of hard for me. And in the terms of being vulnerable with the right people, I feel like, I don't know, like, it's, I wouldn't say it's a gamble, but at the same time, like some people you trust and they end up not worthy being trusted and some people you trust and they end up being right. So like, I feel like it's just kind of one of those things. And also maybe you just kind of have a sense for, You know, I can, I forgot how dry my mouth gets when I do these podcasts. Um, sometimes you can just sense like who it's okay to be vulnerable with and who you're just kind of like, like, I don't really, I don't know. 
And so, but the message is, is like, after you go through, like, a relationship or a breakup or, like, um, just, like, some sort of trauma or, like, whatever, like, do your best to, like, try to keep your heart open and not turn cold because I think that is what is hard. I think turning cold is pretty much, like, I wouldn't say it's the easier way. I don't blame anybody that does because I do it too, but it's just basically shutting everyone out because you don't want to either feel something or you don't want to um, get hurt again, which, you know, it has its perks, but at the same time, if you can miss out on so many things by being so closed off, especially if that's over a long period of time, and I've started to realize that, so just, like, trying your best to, like, be open and, like, be vulnerable with people because that's what makes the truest connections, and that's what, I mean, your friendships, that's what makes life worth living in a way, but, um, yeah. <laughs> this one's kind of funny because I, I hear it everywhere and I think I just put it, I, I just put it on here because it was just like kind of generic, but, um, he's just a boy. It was prob not meant to be. It was prob not meant to be. That was literally how I wrote that. And so I, I think it's I, it was pretty interesting because I was listening to a podcast and it was speaking on just like love in general and how we conceptualize love and like view it as a society and how we kind of always prioritize romantic relationships but in general I totally forget what podcast this was by the way but in general like love is found really everywhere it's found within your relationships it's found within like within your family like your relationship with your mom your siblings it's between like you and your dog like love is really found everywhere but we tend to prioritize um the romantic relationship because that's just kind of what's socialized in society so um if it if it's meant to be then it will that's kind of like where you are now is where you're supposed to be and it won't miss you if it is so while that time is passing and like I'm not saying obviously don't like get your hopes up or don't wait that's not what I'm saying at all but um if it's meant to be it will so if it doesn't then there's probably something better for you but at the same time like kind of learning to realize that you can find that within everywhere like within anywhere you can find that anywhere if you look close enough is what I'm saying because love is just not like romantic um speak with honesty don't hide how you feel um I think this is interesting because a lot of the times I would just hide how I felt to cater to someone else's emotions because I just didn't because I put everyone before me and um I think that honestly is like pretty dangerous because it kind of makes you lose touch with yourself and doesn't really connect yourself to how you feel which is honestly kind of well no it's just like not the best so if you have something to say, then just say it. Speak with honesty. If they don't like it, who cares? Um, and a lot of times, it, whatever you're afraid of saying is probably what needs to be said. Um, so just, like, speak with honesty and don't hide how you feel. So we only have three more. Um, believe in yourself slash invest in yourself. So this was actually my lock screen for a while. Not believe in yourself. Invest in yourself. Um, because... As I started to shift my outlook to my relationship with myself as an investment because, well, you're worth investing in and 
your better self is also worth investing in. So as I'm like, but I'm like looking at the little things I'm doing as little investments. So like, um, like setting my boundaries, going on a walk, like maybe getting that freaking $7 coffee just because it makes me feel good. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like those are little investments that you're putting into yourself. And so having that worded that way, I don't know. I just really liked it. Like invest in yourself because if you're investing in external things, as I said, like they might not go right. They might not fulfill you. And you might like, who knows, like obviously invest in your relationships, but you need to be investing it in yourself at the same time because, you know, people come and go and, but you yourself are you, you're going to be with yourself for your whole life. So prioritize yourself and invest in it, girl. Speak positivity into the world. I know I just mentioned this a couple of times ago, but I think that what you think and what you say into the world really affects like your life in general. Um, so speaking positivity into the world, I just think it's like really important, like in your relationships, in yourself, um, with like random strangers. Like if somebody, someone's like, if, whoa, hold on, pause. If a stranger came up to me and said something really nice to me, like, oh, I like your outfit or your sweater's really cute or you blah, 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 like I, that would probably make my day. And so just knowing that, like, there's so many times where I, like, I'll, like, walk by people or, like, maybe I won't know them. And I'm, like, oh, like, I'm kind of nervous. Like, what if, like, what if they think it's weird? Like, no, they won't think it's weird. They actually will think it's nice. And, like, I've been starting to try to, like, actually, like, I'll think it. I'll be, like, oh, that girl's sweater is really cute. Or, like, they, like, her outfit is, like, it's really cute right now. And, like, I won't say it, but, like, now I'm starting to say it because speaking positivity in the world just, like, uplifts everybody and and honestly uplifts yourself, so yeah. So the last one is kind of, (laughs) I wouldn't say it's a touch point, but it's definitely kind of fresh in what I've learned up to my 20s. And so I'm just going to hit you with it. Some people aren't meant to know the healed version of you. And so I, on the poll, I mentioned that I could, that I would also do an episode on attachment styles and how they affect your relationships. And so this is kind of going off of that, but some people aren't meant to know the healed version of you. And when I say that, sorry, when I say that, some people might be like, oh, because they don't deserve it or, oh, you deserve better. So they don't deserve to know the better version of you. And, you know, like, okay, like, that's fine. Like, maybe some people actually don't deserve to know that. But it was interesting. So there, I was reading the book Anxiously Attached. I don't know the author on top of my head, but I'll be bringing it up in my next episode. But it was speaking on how certain people can mimic certain cycles that you experience during childhood. And it's not their fault. Like, it's nothing that they're doing or, well that they're doing like unknowing like it's not their fault that's just like how your relationship and energy is with them as that person and so as they're mimicking like a certain like something that you've experienced during childhood it basically puts you in this like emotional cycle where your nervous system just re it just like almost like revamps that cycle in your nervous system and your body's like holy crap like this is happening again and it's just like a continuous emotional damaging cycle and so 
you know, I've had this experience happen in my own life where if you asked me like two or three years ago who I was, like what I was feeling or like just like who I was as a person, like it's so different compared to now. But some people won't be able to see the different version of me because they pull out the unhealed version of me. And so when you think of that, I mean, obviously it sucks, but you kind of have to look at it. I saw a TikTok and I don't remember the um, the sound or like who said it, but it was like not allowing people to have the power to bring out the unhealed version of you. And, you know, I just kind of look at it as something that I need to work on. Um, well, not saying that it's something that needs to be fixed, but, you know, we all have things and it's just bringing my awareness like, oh, okay, like clearly like I haven't worked through this yet because this, um, like a couple people in my life are clearly bringing up this cycle for me again. So, you know, we all have things to work on, but some people just aren't meant to know the healed version of you. And I think that is something that is really sometimes hard to accept but anyway guys so that was 20 things I've learned up till 20 years old new decade new me (laughs) kidding I don't know um but I would like to thank you guys for tuning in I know it's been a while so thank you for sticking with me um I think I'm planning I think I'm planning from here on out to be doing episodes every other Sunday like released on Sunday um, today is Wednesday, I think. Yeah, it's Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. Um, but yeah, so I think I'm going to stick to that every other schedule up until my season's, um, over and, um, if anything changes, I will let you guys know. But thank you guys for listening. I will see you next week. Love you guys. Or not next week. Next, next week. (laughs) Okay. Love you guys. Bye.